Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge the Gadigal peoples of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast, and pay my respects to the elders both past and present. Hi everyone, I'm Tiny Cook and welcome to my podcast, Chuffed. Some of you may know me as the girl who got married to a stranger on TV, which thankfully worked out, and now I'm here chatting with you all on my podcast. And you're probably wondering what this podcast is about. Chuffed is your unfiltered safe space for all things love, career and life. Join me each week as we unpack relationships and dating, a dash of pop culture and have fun conversations with cool people. In this episode, we chat with Lyndall Grace, also known as my twin, which quite a few people get us confused, but we talk about her experience on maths. This is part one of our chat and we discuss applying for maths, touching on her journey with cystic fibrosis and get an insight into her relationship with Ken. Let's do it. So I am so excited to have Lyndall on. I popped up a question box on my Instagram. I've done it a couple times actually and I always get Lyndall as one of the top requests and Jessie. So both Perth people, which we love. Obviously my partner's also from Perth, Ollie, shout out. All the best. Um, All the best best from Perth, (laughs) And there was a lot of Perth people this year yeah five of us yeah I mean there's only three now but at yeah, the time there were five <laughs> at the time they've all they've moved over maybe you guys will get there hopefully yeah oh god <laughs> I actually am loving Sydney and I thought I wasn't going to like you give me like I really thought that it was gonna like bring up all these feelings and it was gonna be yeah, so busy and I would oh, just true. like feel really anxious especially after like the like the past two weeks traveling have been like hectic yeah and I was like oh I'm really dreading going and then like I've actually just had the best time. When was the last time you were back in Sydney? I came over in March yeah. with Bronte for Mardi oh, Gras. Oh, yeah, cute. Yeah, love ha- how fucking epic was Mardi Gras. It was amazing. Because yeah, it was it like, was the, I think fun. it was like the world pride because it was bigger than yeah. it has been before. Yeah. And we were living right near Oxford Street, which is where all the parade is. Right. And it was so hectic, like on the actual yeah. like main parade night. We were like stranded on some sub. We had to like walk an hour. It was so crazy, but it was just so fun. Like yeah. it was two weeks of just like parties and I <laughs> fucking loved every second of it. Ollie was like, hell yeah. Yeah. too much going on but it was just fucking fabulous you know it's for some not all but you know you know, you know it's, I always it's, have it's fun yeah no it was amazing but I haven't been back since then and even that was like it was in the middle of airing and retreat was airing oh and so Bronte and I like I remember getting a text from my mom being like hey I know you're with Bronte just like maybe don't watch the episode tonight and I was like yeah. okay retreat was rough for Bronte yeah. we'll have to get into that but that retreat is always when they kick oh off the God. drama I literally remember being in the car on the way there and all of us being like but surely there's not that much to unpack. Like, we, we've really dealt with We're everything. We're all good. <laughs> no. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> if there's not, something will be started. <laughs> yeah, it's just always. Oh, God. But let's take it back. And I've done this with Alyssa and with Mel. Yeah. And I wanted to get your first impressions of going into the hen's night because obviously it's crazy yes. being thrown into, okay, I'm going on fucking maths. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, you and Mel being like, am I going to get murdered? I was like, that's exactly what I I... Just, yeah, going back to that night or, like, when you found out, like, what was your thought process? Yeah, when when you kind of were like, fuck, I'm, I'm, I'm going now to film the hens of maths, what the hell's going on? What were you thinking? And then what was your impressions of everyone? Because you were first. I you was, were the first yeah. person in, which I was like, as long as I'm not first, I'll be fine. Oh, my God. Okay, that's exactly what I said. They were like, what is the worst thing that could happen tonight? And I was like, the worst thing is that I get there first yeah. because then I have to sit there with my own thoughts yep. and then I get there and obviously you see me just like – shuffling around yeah, and I'm like oh I want to see oh no I don't want to wig around like, like I had no idea what I was doing I loved it I was like I was nervous but I was mostly excited yeah 
I think they – I don't know if they did this with you, but with me they were like, how do you normally get along with girls? Yeah. And I was like, usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. I just tend to do my own thing and, yeah. and then, you know, make friends that way. But yeah. I'm pretty oblivious if people don't. Like reciprocate. Totally. Yeah, I think yeah. like meeting people for the first time, I'm just like people. Yeah. So I was just just excited. Yeah. And then I got there and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my god, I can hear someone coming up the stairs. <laughs> They're taking ages because like, <laughs> you got to do like five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, like hens for me was, I, I was in some ways glad I was first because it yeah. meant that I got to like properly meet everyone, totally, and, and like say hi and all of that. I I had a good good time. I yeah. didn't like. I don't think I had a single negative mm. experience. I think there was one point where I was stuck between Bronte and Claire talking at each other about astrology and I was sitting there like, I, I don't know, know anything about this. Because <laughs> I like but love okay. to dabble in it, but I really don't know what the fuck anything is about. Oh, I'm my like, God, I know. <laughs> okay, this is cool. I know absolutely nothing about it. And like just because of like being friends with them or like being yeah. with other people that are interested in it. Yeah. That's the only way I know anything. So I don't know anything about my star sign, but I know everything Wait, about what are Scorpios. You? I'm Aquarius. Oh, see, I like Aquarius women, Aquarius men. Mm-mm. Same. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. But isn't it crazy how there's like associations with a star sign and what personality you have? Because like Ollie's a Scorpio man. Yeah. And right. like I didn't know, like I didn't know what the stereotype was. And now that I've dated him, I'm like, Okay. Mm, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I mean, Bronte's a Scorpio woman. <laughs> exactly. Like, well, look, if there was ever a perfect example, yeah. she's it. <laughs> yeah, totally. God, I love oh, Bronte. I miss Bronte. I know. Poor love. So, oh. yeah, I feel like the night was, it went by so quick, but not at the same time. It was yeah. weird because it was, we were there for so long, but I feel like it was just like, oh, okay, we're doing this, we're talking, yeah. we're doing boxes, we're doing this. And it was like, you couldn't really soak in the fact that you were going on like a TV show. Like, it didn't yeah. feel fully real like it yeah. did but it was like you were like oh. I just remember being there and like within five minutes of like people arriving and talking like forgetting that the cameras were there totally but it wasn't it was when it was when Alessandra and and Mel walked yeah. in and I was like <gasps> screaming <laughs> like and all of us were like oh my god what do we do, what do, we do? oh god I remember getting cut off the wines when they came they were no, like, that's you, enough for you. You were there first. Like, it's so unfair. I'm like, yeah. you're expected to be there, like, when <laughs> hours. Yeah. And I was like, you're, like, nervous drinking. Fair enough. I was on the non-alcoholic <laughs> side night because I was like, I don't want to, like, flare up on TV and look like a yes, tomato. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I was like, it. no, can't deal with that. <laughs> but, yeah, I remember when Alessandra and Mel walked in and we are all like, what the hell is yeah. going on? Like, it oh, was just yeah. so crazy. Because when – so after the hands, obviously after the hands, we go away, you prep for your wedding – Yours was one of the first ones, right? When was your wedding? Mine was actually the second week. So I went back to Perth really? for a yeah. whole week. Yeah. I flew over How the bizarre would that have been? Back. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. It, was, it was really weird because everyone's like, oh, you're going away? And I'm like, yeah, but only for a few days and then I'm coming and back. And they're like, they're like, for what? And I was like, um, the, the, uh, the job interview for the, the job that I'm the doing job. in Sydney, the, the job. Yeah. Is that <laughs> the excuse you used? I used, I used an absolute like... <laughs> I used a variety of yeah. excuses, none of which were believable. Okay. I remember like meeting up with an old friend of mine and being like, yeah, I have to be home by nine though. And they were like, why? And I was like, it's a really old building and they have to like manually let you in. I was, <laughs> I'm terrible at lying. So I was like, not, not very good. That but they were like, so oh, funny. okay. Well, this girl's weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
That's crazy. It's like, yeah, you know, can't get into the building, so that's yeah. why I've got to be back at nine because then security goes home to bed. That is so funny. It's so <laughs> weird that we had that 9 p.m. curfew. Like, what was I that know, about, honestly? And then the Saturdays it was 10 p.m. and then it got changed to 9 p.m. Because we all broke down. <laughs> yes, it was like it – That was, was right the punishment. <laughs> yes, it was right after Taylor, like, fled the country. Like, that was <gasps> – I don't know how she did – I was thinking about this the other day. How did she, how do, did it? she do it? Like, is there a fire escape that we didn't know I about? I feel like I spoke to her about it and I'm pretty sure – sure she just like packed everything up quietly and just left at like the crack of dawn and I think because when the APs which is the um like the producers that stay on yeah, site adult babysitters I th- adult babysitters we love them. <laughs> um I don't think I don't know who was on 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 shift but I don't think they were like in the hallway and then she just legged it and she oh left so I mean, you guys respect honestly <laughs> yeah. that's that's a hard task because it's and I'm surprised I got her back. I'm surprised <laughs> I got her back on that flight back to Sydney. I know. Oh, my God. That was, that was so wild. I remember hearing about it and everyone was like, what? How did you do that? Honestly, because it's just like it's stuck there. Yeah. But it's so interesting that you got a, you you came, you filmed your stuff in Sydney, then you went back. So did people know you were going on the show or were you very like hush-hush about going on and what was what was that dynamic <laughs> when I first applied because I actually applied yes I, I, did, too. I did the whole thing yes. I did too applications love we love when I first applied I got a call the next morning same yes it was like straight away yep yeah. yeah we want to we want to talk to you and I was like oh, okay cool um, and I told everyone, yeah. I was like, this is the funniest thing that has ever happened to me. Like, no way this is ever going to happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't think that someone's going to read your application, let alone yeah. like actually put you on the show. Mm-hmm. And so I was telling everyone, I thought it was so funny. I and then that. I was like, you'll know if I got on because I'll have to stop talking about it. And totally. It's just like, I'm like more updating everyone. And yeah. And then it got to the point where I was like, you can't tell anyone about the process now. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I had to come up with this whole thing with all my friends and my housemates to be like, yeah, they didn't choose me. I'm so devastated. <laughs> lol, lol jokes. Yes, yeah. And then I like I just made it worse for myself because I had to come up with this elaborate thing of like, well, they didn't want me, but there's also a camera crew coming around to do like a mini documentary series on people and I'm in that and that's why there's cameras here, not that. And then I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know what I did today? I picked out wedding dresses with my mom and my housemates were like, oh. Oh, you liar. I was like, yeah, yeah, my bad. (laughs) So take us back to Lyndall applying for maths, Lyndall's dating life before that moment. What was, yeah, I guess what was your situation and what kind of led you to to apply and to want to kind of give it a go? Because, yeah, it was – it's really hard thinking back because I'm like, why did I do that? Yeah. Like, why did I Why did I do that, you know? So well, what, what was going through my head? <laughs> what, was, what was I thinking, really? Um, well, I think back when I applied, like my – I just – not just, but I had been in like a longer-term relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it was 18 months in total, but yeah. we ended up living together at the end. And it was it was with someone that I never really felt any pressure to think about with the fu- – mm-hmm. like I think about the future with. And so I think – that kind of lulled me into this sense of security of like, oh, yeah, I don't have to think about that. We can just keep cruising how we're cruising. And I think just with COVID and the stress of COVID and me having to be isolated for most of that Mm -hmm. and then knowing that Tricafta was coming, not knowing when it was going to be approved but that it was there and we were fighting for it to be approved, Mm. it was like – is this how I want to live my life? Like, is this a relationship? Is this the job? Blah, blah, blah. Yep. And I like went away for a weekend and just chilled. And then when I got back, I quit my job and yep. I left my partner and I moved out and I was just like, no, nope, I need to like be ready to rebuild my life. Yep. 
And then it actually finally got approved, like, I don't know, a month or two after that, Mm -hmm. got approved. And then as soon as it got approved, I think it was like a week later, I was like, oh my God. The first thing I said when I found out was, holy shit, I can get married. Like, yeah. And then I was like, oh, well, you know, might as well just like cut out the middleman and we'll just, we'll just start with the marriage. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So. And then I was processing all of that, like, life change. Yeah. And it was almost like when I was doing the application, it was, like, a little bit of therapy, like, really thinking about what what I I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I guess, like, it was fun to explore that as an idea because it was something I never let myself think about. Yeah. But I didn't think anyone would actually read it. Well, totally, because you put – you put so much effort into it and like you said before I really was able to sit back and like okay what do I actually want in a partner what are the values I want what are my deal breakers what are the kind of points that they need to what what do they need to tick off you know and that was like oh okay and it's like do I tick these off for myself am I giving myself what I need and it was such a therapeutic session it took me a couple days I don't know if it was the same for you to do the application it took me like a whole afternoon from like lunchtime till dinner like it it was was insane intense and it's very intense I don't know if you guys have ever attempted to apply for maths but you kind of got to take it seriously because it's a lot you can't just make up random things but I also think that like the idea that no one was ever going to read it was helpful because then I was super honest because I was like oh this will just go into the abyss (laughs) see you later yeah (laughs) it's like an ode to myself but yeah so then I guess when the process actually started and I stopped finding it just hilarious that they even wanted to talk to me, yeah. I was like, oh, oh, my God, like this could really happen and then like really diving deep into that like what could it be This like? is what I want mm. and like I can finally want it yeah. and have it and so I'm going to do it. And then I remember talking to my parents about it after I told them and they were like, are you sure this is what you want to do? And I was like, <laughs> oh, well, not really, but it's, it's happening. Why not? <laughs> But I remember saying to them that, look, at the end of the day, all I want is to go in and try and understand whoever it is. Like yeah. I was I was pretty much ready and willing to accept whoever it was. At the totally. Aisle. Like yeah. completely open book. Um, and I also was like, well, look, it's an incredible story. It's something that's really close to my heart and mm-hmm. it's something that – if I was younger and saw someone on TV that had CF, like totally, that would have changed a lot for me because yeah. it, I genuinely growing up felt like I was the only person like on the planet that was dealing with what yeah. I was dealing with. And so, yeah, I was like, hopefully one person out there will be like, oh, yeah, I've been through that. It's so crazy because even I think back and like, I don't think I knew anything about CF before yeah. I met you and I started looking into it a lot more and I was like, fuck like this is like hard and then it wasn't really like we because I remember hearing about it on the hens night but you didn't really cover it too much I guess during filming you never had that as like that wasn't really a personality you know like that was something you experienced it but you never made it something that was the only thing about you you know and I always was like wow like you're you have this and this has been your journey and it's so amazing you've got to that point um and I was like wow like I, ne- I never knew anything about it. And it's so – I always thought that was beautiful, like having someone like you on to raise awareness for that. I feel like no one's ever going to forget about that drug. Like it's like <laughs> I know. ingrained in our heads. I did not get paid yeah, for I was that. Like, did you know? <laughs> like, is that sponsored? I swear to God. <laughs> they should, honestly. Honestly. Seriously, guys, hit her up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think that was a really good message to send, especially feeling as if, you know, you couldn't get married and that, you know, this changed your life and it could give you the opportunity to – yeah look into the future and what you wanted and you know that obviously being marriage and that's you know something that you've wanted in your life it's it's amazing and I think that's great that you're able to tell that because yeah it's it's just um 
yeah, it was just crazy. I think back, I was like, we never really spoke too much about it during yeah. filming. It was only ever like off camera or like it never was like a huge thing. But then when, when I'd watch it back, I'm like, fuck, like that's amazing. That's a beautiful. I remember tearing up when I watched <laughs> that first episode. I was like, far out. Like that's so, like that's just so beautiful. And yeah, yeah I think it was, I think it's very inspiring to people on many levels, right? Like not just someone with CF, but being like, oh, okay, you know, I can give it a go. I can find love and I can, you know, it it is out there for me if I want to look for it, you know, Um, which I always thought was like a nice little, um, yeah, nice little extra thing that it gave to the show. I think it like, I think for me as well, it highlighted something that I logically knew but never like deeply understood, which Mm. was that I deserved that it like always like I didn't 100%. I don't I'm not now worthy of love just because I have this miracle drug like I totally. was always worthy of that and if I had ever like if someone had ever said to someone that I loved mm. hey you have this baggage or you have this burden yeah. attached to you you don't deserve to mm. be in a relationship I would have like I would have like it would have been on like Honestly. straight up square up like seriously um, so I think like logically I was always like no you know I do deserve it but I'm opting to not yeah and I think like coming off the show, it was like, it was almost this realization of it's actually something that makes me so much more empathetic and mm-hmm. so much more articulate and so much more well-rounded. And it's actually a bloody privilege to date me. Like totally. I'm going to be real. It, it is. And, <laughs> and I deeply care and I have so much to offer. And I think that that's that's in big part because of CF to begin with. Yep. So I don't know. That's what I learned from maths. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> And obviously we've got to talk about your husband on the show, Cam. Yes. Was he what, going back to, again, the application process and what you asked for from the experts, do you think that he was what you you kind of wanted? Like on the outside, obviously not taking the experience we've had and everything <laughs> we know now, but in those first kind of couple of weeks. Because yeah. I remember, and I remember this very clearly at the hens, Linda was like, I just want a cowboy. <laughs> she, word for word, was like, I want yeah. a cowboy. And I was yeah. like, yeah, cool. And then when I saw Cam for the first time, and it's actually funny, so the first dinner party, I don't know if you remember this. So context, when you go to the dinner parties, you're put in these random marquee oh tents God, waiting yeah. to go into <laughs> the tarps. Yeah, these random tarp <laughs> tents. It's so random. You're sitting there with two chairs, a box of like, Barely Sudoku (laughs) snacks, a handball. And I remember there's like a window. So Ollie and I would look out the window and then we saw through and I saw Cam. And so Ollie was speaking with Cam. That's the first time I saw Cam was through the little slither of – and he was all the way at the end. And I was like, (laughs) he looks like a cowboy. (laughs) But I remember you saying, yeah, a couple things that, yeah, I just remember from the hen's night of what um, you would ask for and what kind of vibe you want. And I was like, yeah, that's Cam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's so interesting because I was talking about this recently that I actually think that they nailed it. Yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. I want someone that's really warm, mm-hmm. really friendly, who loves their life, yeah. who just says yes to everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a little bit of a cowboy. Yeah. And that's what I got. I genuinely, I genuinely think I got that. And I think that like, if I'm real, I think that's who Cam is with his friends. Yeah. And when he is in his environment, that, that is who he is. He's friendly. Mm-hmm. He's loyal. He's funny. He doesn't take life too seriously. He always says yes to everything. Like I fully acknowledge that. Mm -hmm. I just think that like I think we had very different ideas of what loving your life meant. Totally. Like the care factor maybe was a little bit different for the situation because I think he – he kind of went into it and said yes, right? Like mm. I always said like the type of person that I want to be with is the kind of person that go like looks at maths and go like, oh, YOLO, why not? Yeah, totally. And, and like that's what Cam did, yeah. right? 
But I think for me it was like I'm going to go in and take it really seriously and like really yeah. commit and like try and understand who they are. And I think Cam kind of wanted it to be a lot easier than it was. Sure. And I don't think he knew how structured it was going to be in terms of the, the rules restrictions, and the living yeah. situation and literally having to be together all the time mm. in a small apartment in the middle of busy it's Sydney. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like, and like if all of the restrictions on like when you can go out, where mm. you can go and that you can't hang out with anyone but your partner and it's like, God, like – I don't think I've ever dated someone that I want to only hang out with all totally. the time. Like, yeah, it's it's interesting because it's obviously there was a lot that happened with Cam and I that I don't condone and that yeah. I don't like. Of course. But I also really spent a long time trying to accept who he was for who mm. he was mm-hmm. and understand why he was that way. Yeah. And so I was like, I can't hate the guy. Like yeah. I can I can disagree with his actions. Totally. And be hurt by them. But I don't like – I don't think he's like – the most terrible, awful human being on the planet, even yeah. though I still have all of that hurt attached to him. Of course. So, I don't know. It's a really, it's been a weird yeah, reconciliation. Yeah, it's out. hard because I never really, I never really connected with Cam during filming. I don't know why. Yeah. I feel like, like we just never made an effort with each other, which, yeah. is, which is whatever. But yeah, I always found at the very beginning, I, I got that same energy from him that he was just like this happy guy, chill guy, always gave everything a go. And then things just, kind of changed a little bit and I feel I guess a lot of it could be attached with the production element and how yeah. the pressure of it all and spending so much time with your partner I think all these little little things can really bother you yes. and it's just think about you would never spend 24-7 with your partner ever in your life yeah. to the extent that we would with these people these strangers that we've just met and I think if honestly maths if you can get through maths like you're you're getting through at least a year in your relationship because it's it's really intense and it's very um it puts you through a lot and I could definitely see like you said like Cam struggling with that and then taking it out on you a lot yeah that's Um, that's generally how I describe it it's like his frustration was with production and the situation but I was the person that Copped Copped it. I was the sim. I was the symbol of why he was there. Hundred percent. It's very like misplaced. Yeah. And like I can understand that. And that was something with Cam is that I could Mm -hmm. always understand where he was coming from. And I think I actually understand him a lot better than he would care to admit. Yeah. But he could never see 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 it Mm. the other way. And so it just it we just kept getting stuck on these really small things Mm. that. I couldn't, I couldn't just like, I couldn't explain it to him in any other way. Like it was like, I tried to get through to you and it just wasn't there. I think it was too, like, there was so much going on in like the first 30 centimetres of his face. Like he was like this, everywhere he looks, it's production. Yeah. And then beyond that was like just hectic yeah because you know, like. I found like like you said I always found this the, the issues you guys had were quite small not small but they could have been worked through and I think he maybe yeah uh, saw them bigger than they were like like let's talk about the affection thing because that's something that really bothered me and I couldn't understand yeah. where that went wrong and why it was such a an issue for him if you guys hadn't seen on one of the episodes I think it was bef- was it before homestays where you're on the phone to your mum and um yeah, it was before family day before family day and you'd made a comment to your mum and she had said oh like give Lindor a hug or something right yeah so I was like having quite a hard time being away yeah and and yeah I was I was getting quite like visibly upset yeah. like just talking to my mum I was facetiming her I was sitting on the floor Cam yeah. was on the couch behind me watching the rugby I think and my mum was like oh Cam could you give her a hug for me and he was like, yeah. and, and like, I don't know. He was obviously watching the rugby and having a beer and mm. doing cam. But then my mom was like, oh, come on. Like, 
Like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Mom, don't worry about it. Like, please yeah. don't start a fire. I can't do this and yeah, that, and that right as now. well. And then he was like, Bleh. and then I can't even remember what he said, but he was like, nah, and like put his beer down and like walked into the other room, which was just the bedroom behind like a couple of wooden slats. Yeah, it was not another room. It was like just another section. <laughs> yeah. And my mom was like, oh, well, I don't like him anymore. As yeah. just like a funny, like, I don't know. Yeah. As like no, a, I maybe get a little it. like lighthearted, snarky comment. Yeah. And he, like he just lost it. And mm. then he left and didn't talk to me for like a day. And I was just like far out. Like, yeah. And then I just felt when we were talking about it on the couch after that, mm. it was like, my mum was not trying to pressure you and no, that was not the situation. That wasn't it. And, and I just like and I was so worked up because it's my mum as well, right? Yeah. And anything that gets said about my like my beautiful family, when I know her intention was just to look after me, yeah. I was like, I really don't want this to blow mm. up and turn into something and I don't want my mum to get villainized in any way. And totally. so it was so like it was almost like I was treading trying to tread so carefully to mm-hmm. not like not misspeak and not represent her in a bad way and like I don't know. I like yeah. that really got to me because I was like, I don't know how to tell you that it wasn't that big of a deal when clearly he thinks it's this big deal and, and yes. I don't want to invalidate your feelings and I don't want exactly. to like bring my mum into this. And it was just, it was really, I think from there it got really complex yeah. trying to talk about affection because as well, mm. I, I'm like your body, your choice. I absolutely do not, not want to force anyone, anyone yeah. to be close to me. My point was more that if you're with someone and you like them as much as Cam told me he did, yeah. surely a part of you would want to be close. And it'd be natural. It wouldn't feel something that is forced. It's something yes. that just kind of happens. Yeah. And as I saw, he could do that quite naturally with other people. Exactly. Yeah. And then I couldn't understand why he was so reluctant with me. Yeah. yeah. It was almost like... I guess how I would take it is like he had this like resentment towards you because of the experiment and all the things he was, you know, he was dealing with internally and it was then taken out on you and it was almost like a protest against all of it, pushing it all away and then being like, okay, well now Linda's going to have to cop this because I don't want anything to do with all this like bullshit of maths, you know? I genuinely think it's like not that he was trying to control me, but I think it was him trying to have control of the situation. situation. And so that was the one thing that he could control whether like – like yeah. he was like, no, this is the one thing that I will not do because I I'm have to do everything else that everyone tells me to yeah. do. So right now, no. And I was yeah. like, okay. <laughs> I know. It's yeah. so like, it's really sad thinking back because there was so many beautiful moments with you both and like where I thought you guys were just like perfect together. And I'm just trying yeah. to think of like, and I don't know if you would, you remember a moment where it kind of went wrong or what kind of when it, things took a turn, because usually there's, there's a bit that you're like, oh, okay, this is when it's going a bit downhill. Yeah. I think the affection was one of them when it started to be like, oh, okay, it's a bit weird that he's yeah. not. I mean, from an outs- like from an outsider that was there watching, I found it very bizarre that that was even like an argument that you guys yes, were having. Right. And then I'll be sitting there during your couch sessions and I'm like, is this like serious? Like, is this like actually like a big problem they're having and this is like causing such an issue in their relationship where it's, to me, it seemed like it wasn't that big of a deal again not trying to like make him feel like he's he's he it wasn't yes. a big deal but I just felt like oh okay I didn't really think that this was warranted a huge yeah like how did it go up? from that to that yeah, like, yeah where I felt like at the beginning it was like it's so natural with you guys and you guys were so flirty and such a vibe yeah. it was just so bizarre for it to be then not you mm. know yeah I mean it's hard to like pinpoint one thing because there were quite a few especially Moments. in the start for me where I had to really like take a deep breath and be like, he's never done this before. Mm-hmm. And that was always what I was told. It's like, but Lindley's never been in a relationship before. And I'm like, is that true? I don't know. I don't really. 
I feel like, like as in maybe he's never been like, boyfriend. yeah, I am someone's boyfriend. Yeah, he's obviously but dated. I know he's dated. Yeah, people. he's, he's yeah. got to date it, which is like whatever those dynamics are, you sh- would understand a dynamic of a yeah. girlfriend-boyfriend relationship and what, I guess, a, a rough expectation would yeah. be in that, you know? I feel like it's just one of those like, well, technically I've never been in a relationship things and Matt's sort of like eaten that up. They would have loved like, yes. that. Yeah, he, that he's the one. We're getting him. Yeah, I mean <laughs> – there were a few moments like I remember being on the honeymoon and it was our last day. We were about mm. to go on like a hike and this never aired and I didn't understand that because I think it like played a lot into how I approached things after mm-hmm. that. But he said, and I know it's been put in like a tabloid, but I think they got the wording wrong and I don't like that it went into a tabloid because I don't know. I, well, I'll just say it and then we'll we'll talk about it. But yeah. Yeah, we were. it was our last day and we were sitting there and, you know, our producer's like, oh, like this is your last day. Like if you've got any big questions, like now's the That's time. Out, yeah. And I was going to ask like why do you think you've never been in a relationship before? Great and question. I was like, you know, like tell me why yeah. and what you think brought you to that. But before I could, he was like – and I just – the poor guy like truly has no idea how to use his words. But he was like, I I'm trying not to have a dig. I'm really – like I don't – I'm not trying to have a dig. I really am not trying to have a dig, I, like I promise. Um, but like I just – I don't know why I should start a relationship with someone who could cuck it next week. Uh. And it just – it made me – like shut down at first because I was like that's something that I have always thought but nobody's ever said it back totally and it I was finally at a point in my life where that wasn't the case yeah and it's like the first time I'm being questioned on it and Mm. I was like ah and I think from there it was like true like that's a pretty Mm. big burden and he's had a bad experience where he did see someone with CF pass away but it was almost like like I think if I was maybe home or like with my people, I would have come to the realisation of like, nah, like that's a really poor way to think about it. Yeah. But at the time it like I took it on as this thing of like I should just be grateful that like he's here mm. and that he's committing to me and like I'm just going to take him at face value because yeah. he says that he really likes me and like I think that kind of pushed me through a lot of the relationship and I didn't totally think about did. that till way after it was all yep. done to be like, wow, yeah, I really took that on as like, Yes, mm. correct. Everything I've ever thought about having CF and dating was true. Yeah. And then, yeah, so it's hard because I don't think he was trying to have a dig. I think no. he genuinely, like, had seen someone else lose somebody. Yeah. And had absolutely no idea how to ask that question. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I don't know, I feel like I guess how I would look at it is nothing is forever anyway. So I never yeah. would even bring that up as a a, th- a thing I, it wouldn't really cross my mind I mean I, I don't know I guess but that's just such a, a poor way to look yeah. at it going into that and not knowing because he obviously knew you were on the um the drug at that point right because you spoke about yes. it on the wedding day so and you and the day before we did the honesty box and yeah. we talked about like we'd literally talked about like if we were to have kids how do we make sure how they don't also like? have CF yeah. you know like I'm like I'm gonna be here I can have kids now mm-hmm. it's crazy like we had this big discussion and yeah he, he actually like really deeply seemed to care like he was like I'm just you know I don't know there was a point that I saw in mm. his boxy where he was actually a little bit emotional yeah. after we spoke about it and I was like you did like Cute. me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <you did. laughs> um but yeah that like I think that just like put in me this thing of like right I just have to be grateful mm. and then and then a few weeks in it was and crazy twist uh it was actually before taylor came in so mm-hmm. like and i never thought it was just taylor yeah. i thought we had so many problems it was just an element apart i of know it. that's yeah. a lot of people like what a lot of people think but i do not think that at all yeah um we actually had a, a really big fight 
just before Taylor came in, I remember watching the episode of The Dinner Party and they were like, oh, Lyndall and Cam seem really cold. We'll explore that tomorrow. And I was like, uh, <laughs> why didn't you just show them what uh, happened? Like, yes. And then oh. everyone's like, oh, what the hell? What's going on there? Yeah. But we'd had this big fight because I think things were starting to get quite hard for him because we just moved mm. into the apartments mm-hmm. and changing that lifestyle and not being allowed to go out and getting yeah. in trouble for hanging out with the others and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And um, I just – I remember, like, we'd had a couple of really tense conversations, mm-hmm. maybe, like arguments probably, and we had this really big fight where he got super frustrated. Yeah. And I actually snapped because I was like, why are you here? Like, yeah. what are you doing here? If yeah. you don't want this and you don't want to try, like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And he, like, starts, like, banging the table being like, come on, like, this is what I've been waiting for, bring it. And I was like, uh, huh? Yeah, and I mean, I look. <laughs> that takes a lot off even yeah, more, yeah, yeah, like, I would have been, like, fired up. Yes, and, like, I don't normally get to that stage. I don't yeah. know if you remember, but I remember being on the couch that week being like, I never want to argue with someone like that again. Yes, like, I remember. Ever. Mm. And, and I snapped and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I remember getting, like, really, like, upset. Mm. And he was like... He was like, you're not even letting me finish a sentence. And I was like, that's because I don't give a fuck what you have to say. Mm. And like that was like that was a point for me where I snapped. And then he like flung the chair into the wall. I don't remember if you show, I don't remember if you remember saying that, but they played it at reunion. And <gasps> No, I do. Yeah. And it I like that for me. I forget what was shown and what wasn't, because there was so much that like the viewers didn't get to see. And yeah. it was more intense stuff, like a lot more like And I think crazy it's to elicit stuff. a reaction in 100%. you so that you – because then I was quite angry when I watched it back at mm. Reunion because I watched it happen from like a third party and I was like, oh, my God, that happened. You and like at the time I was just right? like, like, like mm. I just shut down mm-hmm. and he walked out like, you know, he threw it and then he walked out saying like this is horseshit, slammed the door. Yeah. And after that I never picked a fight with him again. Like yeah. we had family day and I was like – trying so hard not to go mm. there but I was also like you know if there's any time it's yeah, now yeah, with yeah, the yeah, yeah. and we were both going home that weekend to go to different weddings so I was like yeah. at least I know I'm gonna be like at home yes. with my family yeah. so but yeah after that I never picked a fight with him again and and I think that was something as well that like so many people like oh, I didn't like what you did at final vows what because I didn't I didn't want to hear what he had to say and I was like, it's because I tried it so sense. many times yeah, to made, tell him yeah. how I felt and he would just walk away. He would just say, this is horseshit or this is fucked and then yeah. walk out the door. And that's kind of how I justified it in myself mm-hmm. of like, no, it's your turn. Like you have to stand there and listen. Yeah. And um, yeah, anyway, we've got on a massive tangent. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it was, just, it was just a lot. And so I guess in terms of like where I thought it was starting to go wrong, like that big fight was where I was like, if this is what it is, I don't want it. Yeah. And then we had family day and we both went away for the weekend. And when we came back together, we were both a bit more soft. We both apologised. And then we went into retreat, which was amazing. So it was like, oh, see, we're fine. Like we can do this. It's okay. And you both were doing great at retreat. I don't think there was any issues with you guys at retreat Yeah, we were like, damn, we thought thought we'd be the problem children. And we (laughs) were. We were were thriving. And I feel like we were everyone else was blowing up. Because how it was was the retreat. So apart from obviously Alyssa and Duncan when they had their issues, it was literally Lyndall Cam and then Ollie and I up on the top level and we'd be like retreating in our little yes. spots. When I, when I was listening to you and Alyssa talk about retreat and how you were like, yeah, oh, and I, like we heard the whole thing. I was like, same. Cam and I were just like. It's just so crazy seeing what was shown at retreat at, yes. or just what was shown on the show in general and what was 
we experience. It's like, wait, no, did that happen? Because that's not how it happened when I was living it. Because even which the little things that I found, which again, not a big deal, but little stuff, it's like, well, I went to see you and Bronte in that room. I was I was there too. But yes, it was me and you. <laughs> me and you. And then there was. Why was it us? We, I feel like always, the two of us like always us. <laughs> and then you know I had conversations with Bronte on camera. Me and her sharing my opinions, but it made it look like you were the only one that supported Bronte, mm. and that like I just sat there being like nothing to say. You yeah. know, like have please. fun with that. Like, yeah, <laughs> but it was just weird because how which you kind of can't blame the viewers right because they're only yeah. seeing such a different view of what actually happened and retreat I always find every year with maths is that's when they try and really top off the drama that's oh, when it yeah. like, hits the like top right we thought we were kind of safe going in and we were not yeah we yeah. were like oh no here we go I think, so like my experience of retreat I was talking about this recently because obviously there's been so much happening uh, with our years cast totally everywhere yeah. and I feel like me Bronte and Jesse are just like over in Perth Other like, side watching it all like what's going <laughs> on guys with having- <laughs> yeah. but I like I'm like I've been listening to the other podcasts you've done and talking yep. about retreat and things like that and I just I on the first day of retreat mm. before that night was told by production if people are going to yell at each other just let them yell Lyndall like don't get involved don't mediate really? yes and so that is why I went I sat away from the guy I'm away from the girls <gasps> because I was like I can't sit there and watch people yell at each other because really- I think it's stupid mm. like we can all talk respectfully yeah and so when everything went down with Bronte and Bronte was like really upset not not the target but like from sitting away when I'd been told something was going to happen and to not yeah. get involved and then I see it play out and it's Bronte I was like mm. this has been calculated like somehow yeah. by someone someone's been riling someone else up mm-hmm. blah 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 and now it's it, like now it's exploded and I remember like by the end of retreat getting so frustrated yeah because then then the next day I get pulled aside and it was like Lyndall, don't do the lipstick thing. I was like, I wasn't there. I was on the other side. That was of the room. Claire doing the lipstick I thing. I didn't do anything with the lipstick, yeah. and they were like, Oh, okay, no, true. Okay, we'll keep doing what you're doing. And I was like, So sorry. Just context of what the lipstick thing was oh. because our <laughs> yeah. cast had such an issue with screaming and talking over each other, which we tend to do a lot. <laughs> so I think I think it was definitely Claire that introduced it. She had whoever's holding the lipstick Control. is speaking. So there's actually if you go rewatch Retreat, you'll see like Harrison holding a random lipstick or like, the, Rupert. like Rupert holding a lipstick. <laughs> yeah. And that is why is because we introduced the lipstick rule that if you had the lipstick, everyone else had to shut up and oh. you could speak. And that yeah. is literally why. So it doesn't make any sense that they're just holding a random yeah. lipstick. I saw so many tweets about that. They were like, why is everyone passing around a lip? so good and I remember everyone getting in trouble for that and then I remember the last night where I don't know there was like a whole Hugo and Taylor thing oh yeah I was like again hey like don't you know get involved like if people want to yell like you know you're really good at mediating but they're adults you don't need to baby them and I was like okay so again I was just like right Cam and I'm gonna mind our business over here but I I remember Going in, we were having supper before we went mm. to like have wines and stuff and I'd just been pulled aside and then I saw Claire get pulled aside and she came back and like we kind of had like this really like whisper over your yeah. shoulder so you might can't hear it oh. situation. Yeah. And she'd been told, you know, like if you've got an opinion, just say it. And so she said that to me. I was like, don't give them what they want. Yeah. You go in there and you just, you stay calm. Yeah. And she went in and she kind of tried to mediate and I was like, I'm like actually proud of you for yeah. not giving them what they want because – I'd watched it happen two nights in a row where I was just like, for it fuck's sake, I can't much. run in heels, guys. I don't want to do this anymore. Oh. And it was it was just yelling. And yeah. Yeah, like retreat was just – it was so hard, I think, 
because I was witnessing it mm. from afar and it was just like, God, I've just got to deal with the fallout of it because I wasn't allowed to help in mm. any other way. And Yeah. Oh. Well, I remember that, especially at the second, the girls' night at retreat, right? Mm. And Mel and Evelyn had been pulled away and they were obviously told to do something and that's when they went yeah. in the bushes and, we and they came them, back. like trot and off like, and we were like, are, are they, they just doing? leaving? Or? I was so angry. I was like, had they just left this? I was like, we have to sit here and film and give them content yeah. and they've just fucked off. I was fuming. <laughs> I was fuming. And they came back and they obviously started with Bronte. I was like, oh, okay, this, here we go. Here we go again. Mm, yeah. And then there was a moment where Mel was like screaming at you. And I was like, guys, guys, yeah, so it was, I, I just, I remember like Bronte and Mel like just like, Going it was it. just noise. Like yeah. there was no like proper sentences yeah. being said. It was just noise. And then Bronte like just went, no, nah, I'm out. And she yeah. walked off. And as I walked off, Mel was still going. Like I think she was still finishing yeah. her sentence, mm. but it went for a really long time. Yeah. And so I turned around and I was like, Mel, stop. Yeah. And she was like, you don't know everything, Lindell. You don't yeah. know everything. And I was like, okay, I don't fucking know everything <laughs> okay. then. And then I went off for Bronte. And I remember saying to her the next day, I was like, hey, babe, it's actually fine. I know I just got caught in the crossfire. Yeah. Like don't stress. Yeah. I don't, I didn't take that personally at no, all. Totally. I could just, everyone yeah. was so hyped. Oh, oh that was an intense night, that one. Like that, oh, I God, feel yeah. like. And then we got back and then it was like, Kick they went in. Yes, and they're like, oh, they spied on the boys. And like Cam was Cam fuming. Was he was about so that. mad. I was like, oh, babe, like don't, don't no, do that. Wait, he can we so talk about angry. this? Yeah. So I remember I was sitting down in the kitchen area and I see the two executive producers storming upstairs and he's up there. Then he storms back down. He yes. got like. Abuse. And he ripped off his microphone. Oh, which you're not actually allowed you're to do that because you can mess do. up these like thousand dollar mics. You're not allowed to like fuck anything with the mic. You'll get yeah. in big, big trouble. <laughs> and he was like, oh, he was so angry. Yes. And I, I couldn't really understand why he was so angry about it because Leighton was upset too that they were spying. Yeah. But also it's like they could barely – here's the thing. They could barely hear anything. Obviously they must have heard whatever, but yeah. with how far away they were, they surely can't have heard that much. I know. For it to be this like big thing that the boys are pissed off about, yeah. you know? I think I think for Cam it was like he was I'm gonna be real, he was big on the bro code. Like he put oh, the bro code before. He was everything so bro else. code. Yeah. yeah. And I get it, be loyal loyal mm. to your friends. We had a we had a, like a really good girl yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I also believe that the women were much more likely to be Reasonable. like, it's human code. That's yeah. what Mel and I always said to yeah. each other. It's not bro code. It's not girl code. It's human Absolutely. code. But Cam was massive on the bro code. Mm. And that's actually where, where a lot of our issues came from. Totally. Because his mates were doing the wrong thing. And I was like, hey, yeah. maybe don't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. But I think that was why. I think because it was like, oh, these girls are coming in trying to like. Start shit. Yeah. Get goss. Catch the guys doing the wrong thing and they probably like were doing the wrong thing let's yeah. be real yeah well, well they were most of the time <laughs> yeah honestly it was so bizarre watching it back because i was like why are they so pressed by this and i just remember being there like what is going on i was yeah. over it at that point i was like i want to go home like i can't yeah. deal with this and that house was haunted as fuck <laughs> Seriously? Yes, I remember. I remember this. I remember Claire I like, going around with the sage out, at honestly. one point. Yeah. Like it was just the worst. It was so cold as well. I was hoping to be yeah. like bikinis by the pool vibe. No, <laughs> no, absolutely no, not. None of that. None it was of that. just not, not fun at all. I just, while we're on retreat, yes. to give it a little positive spin, I think my favourite thing from the whole retreat was when we did the tarot cards and it was me oh, and Claire. Was I was so, so upset that everyone I, wasn't there. I know, I missed but that. Ollie, 
Oh my god, what a dude! We're all sitting there, and he's like, come up, and he's like, oh yeah, you know, you know, it's all pretty bogus, haha. <laughs> and by the end, he's literally got the sage, and he's like, well, you know, he's like, yeah, this is so good. The boys like pulling cards, and like they'll turn them over, and everyone's like, oh, that's so crazy. That's exactly how they're feeling right now. <laughs> it's so wild, and they're so amused by just like the smallest things. As well. Oh my god, the ghost from the retreat. <laughs> <laughs> But they're so – I always found Ollie so entertained by the smallest things and he's just so – I really loved having someone like him on the show because he just added just so much. Like although we didn't say much and we didn't really get involved too much, he just brought so much like lighthearted energy to the experiment and what we were going through. (laughs) And I always just appreciated that and having that as my person. It was like, okay, I don't have to take this too seriously. I'm like I've got someone that's just – there for me yeah. and just isn't involved and I was like you said with the broker like I'm really glad Ollie didn't get too caught up in that and I think at times it probably he didn't love that he maybe didn't have those close connections with the boys but I think in hindsight they just weren't the type of guys he would usually hang around like I've met all his guy friends and I love them and none of them are like the guys we had on the show yeah. so it just makes sense that he didn't mesh unless it's Rupert obviously yeah um but it just made sense that it didn't mesh as like you know as smoothly yeah I don't know if it's a Perth thing as well I feel like Perth guys I mean I'm speaking as if I'm an expert on Perth Pertharians <laughs> but um I just is that what you say Perth Perth personality so Perth I don't know I just feel like there's a different energy yeah. A different energy with Perth guys and I just feel like it's not as – I don't know. I just got a different vibe and his friends are just so different yeah. than like Sydney guys I know and just, you know, against the the chaos of it all. Definitely. I, I actually – when Ollie came to Perth last, I, I went and caught up with him and met some of his friends yeah. and I had a really good time. Yeah. Lovely. I won't say that about all Perth guys because, you know, it's hard out there for a girly. But, oh, honestly. Um, yeah. Well, Bronte always said that as well. She's like, I'm going yeah. on, I'm doing my location anywhere. Like, yes, like yeah, she's guys. like on Hinge in like Bali. <laughs> yeah, I love that, honestly. I mean, fair enough, she's in Bali all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was funny with Ollie because I always felt like, like I felt like I didn't bond with you guys at the at the mm. beginning because we were always sitting at opposite ends of the table always. and it was like we just were yeah. always mixing in different groups. Yeah. And I think I remember like the second dinner party or something, I went over to you guys and I was like, right, all I know about these two really is that Ollie's from Perth. So I'll be like, oh, you know, whereabouts are yeah. you from? And he's like, tell me where you used to live. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's where I play hockey. And, mm. and then like even then it was like, okay, now go and sit at the table at opposite ends yeah. and don't talk and, and whatever. It's so weird, right? Yeah. I don't know how on the show you're expected to build such like strong friendships if you follow the rules and don't do anything off yes. camera. It's really hard to actually build those connections because you're – a, not allowed to talk about certain things like, you know, what you do for work, kind of like stuff you would really talk about with yeah, your friends. Too bond. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't talk you wouldn't really talk about that stuff. And two, it's just so structured. It's just yeah. not um yeah, it's hard to kind of feel like to, to feel like you're really bonding with someone because you're like, okay, this is being yeah. filmed. Is this like, are we really connecting on this? Yes. Are we just chatting shit? Like, and what's you're the like, is this what they're really like? Or exactly. is this just camera? Exactly. And it doesn't matter like how much time you spend with someone, it's mm. not until you leave that mm-hmm. you really like know for sure who they are off camera. Totally. 
Yeah. I remember like doing the partner swap and being like, oh, I got Ollie. And I always liked Ollie, but yeah. it was always at this distance, mm. right? I was like, I think it's going to be fine. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's going to be fine. Yeah. I like, And I felt like I bonded with you mostly at retreat. Yes. Like we had moments yeah. and stuff, but like that was where I think both of us were just like, what the fuck is we happening? Do whatever. <laughs> yeah. Cause we and we were just not, like side eye each other. Be like, yeah. We were not wanting to be a part of the drums. <laughs> yes. like, oh. We were like, right. Okay. I was like, I'm going to tiny and Ollie this and just yeah. like be with my partner like, and no one else. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. I stand by it. I stand by it. I'm happy with just staying out of it. Like, oh, God. So that was part one of my chat with Lindor. Stay tuned for part two where we unpack more about maths from the partner swap with Ollie, talk about sexuality and what life is like after the show. 